0: Hey KMIH, this is Mina here with Miss Stafford. Miss Stafford is one of the American literature teachers for grade eleven here at Mercer Island High School. She's been teaching for eleven years and is currently my English teacher. Miss Stafford has raving reviews from all her students about how kind and caring she is towards her students. So thank you so much for meeting with me today, Miss Stafford. How are you doing today?
1: I'm well and I'm glad to be here, thank
0: you. Okay, well let's get into it. My first question is how did you get into teaching?
1: I got into teaching later in life. I did my student teaching here actually when I was 39 um, and I had worked in many other capacities but I think I always knew I wanted to be a teacher and I sort of managed to avoid it for a long time. And after I had my first child I thought if I don't go back to grad school now I never will. So when I was 30 I went to grad school and I took a long time getting a couple degrees and then finally did my student teaching when my three kids were all starting school
0: did you want to be something else like earlier did you not always
1: No, that's the thing I think I did always want to be a teacher but I don't think I was really ready to do what I always wanted to do until I was a little more mature
0: where did you go to school
1: I went to you mean for college yeah. Uh, I went to University of Oregon for college. I majored in journalism and had a minor in English, and then I did my graduate work right by where I live at Seattle Pacific University and some work at University of Washington.
0: Know. I'm thinking about going to University of Oregon because it's like so close. I can't say I chose it for good reasons. It
1: was, there was a, reasons I chose I wanted to go out of state. I had money there. There was, a, that was what worked at the time, but I had a nice experience. Yeah. What made you choose Mercer Island? Uh, I did not choose Mercer Island. It was chosen for me. My um, When you do a graduate program, a lot of times mm-hmm. they place you uh, for your student teaching. So they placed me here. And I actually had not put this district even in my top five of where I would want to be. And when they placed me here, I was initially really disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "This. I live in Seattle. I want to work in Seattle. Uh, but almost immediately, and I say almost on purpose, but mm-hmm. I was placed with Chris Twambley was my uh, – my teacher and I was with him and Dino and it was just a lot different than I expected and it was a really positive experience and I actually did my student teaching here. I left for a year to finish my school counseling program, and I was over at Newport doing that. And then the job came available here, and I applied for it. And that's how I came to Mercer Island.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. Where have you worked previously? Like, was Mercer Island, you just had your student teaching here, and it was just like, yeah, you this is the here. only
1: place I've ever taught. Um, like I said, I did my school counseling internship, which is a year. I did that at Newport High School, and I had worked at Microsoft coordinating patents, and I had worked at a staffing company, putting people at uh, work in a vocational school. I'm leaving out, but in terms of teaching, this is the
0: one place I've taught. Wow, that's pretty cool. Well, throughout the year so far, I know we've done a few books, but like throughout all of your years of teaching, what's your favorite book to mm. teach? <laughs>
1: My favorite book to teach changes with the class I'm teaching. So I have classes that seem to respond to certain books, and I always wonder if it's something I'm doing or if it's something in the culture or if it's something in the class mood. So um, I'm always surprised how much kids love The Great Gatsby. So that's always fun because I feel like it has a lot of positive response. I used to really like teaching Huckleberry Finn, Adventures of Huckleberry Finn, because there's so much to talk about with that book. And I haven't taught it in a couple years, and sometimes I'm relieved not to be teaching it, but other times I really miss it. And I love to teach plays because I love to watch students perform when they're willing. So. Oh, yeah, that was fun. Yeah, and we'll we read did one, one more. Yeah. Oh, we are? Uh, we'll start one next week.
0: Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> Do you ever, like, wish that there's, like, a book that you could teach but you aren't allowed to teach it?
1: Yeah, yeah, it's true. Whenever I read a new book uh, or one that I like that's current, I think I wish I could immediately put this in the curriculum like right away. And there's a process that you go through to introduce a book into the Mm -hmm. curriculum. So it just wouldn't work that spontaneously. It's not that I'm, there's not a book out there that I've been gunning to add to the curriculum for years. It's just if I read something, I I read The Milkman a few years ago. This is an Irish novel. It wouldn't even fit in American literature. But right after I read it, my first thought was, I am just dying to teach this to my class. And another thing I've done is um, kick any of these ideas to senior year teachers because they have the most freedom in the curriculum. Uh, in he terms does? of adding books. Senior year, there's so many different options, as you might have noted. Oh, and yeah. Uh, I feel like there's maybe a little bit more wiggle room than in something like American Lit. Yeah. Uh, Never Let Me Go is one of my favorite books that I'm sure all my students would also like. I'd love to teach that, but uh, that's British. So oh. Yeah. It It is called English 11, and it's American Studies. So you're getting oh. history, American history, and American literature at the same time. So, so it has to be American. We stick pretty strict to the American Lit canon, this is true. When we did Poetry Out Loud, I let you guys pick poets from other countries, and that was the only time we've had any sort of loosening of the quote-unquote American authorship.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, last year in English, I did a lot of hair.
1: Yes, you did some world cultures, which might have included some But I did not
0: do good in that (laughs) class, so...
1: But even if you didn't do well in the class, I don't think it's an assumption that, like, world literature would be hard for you. It might not have been the right time or the right class, but there might have been a lot of variables there. My feeling is that it's really cool that kids in high school get six or seven different teachers and exposures in a day because some kids will be in that class and respond to it immediately and that's perfect and some would prefer to... You know, just write about it. Some would prefer to do different things. So I try to have variety in my class, but I am comforted that there's so much variety of experience in the school.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: I'm curious what the favorite book is that you've read in high school or maybe even before that, that the school has introduced you to.
0: I didn't like the one that we read, the one we just read.
1: (laughs) You didn't like the namesake?
0: No. It was was okay at the end, but...
1: That book gets a very mixed reaction yeah, um, but a lot i of, liked
0: the crucible a lot
1: so maybe a little more drama is required yeah
0: but i don't know if i liked that too because i also liked um the acting that we did mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. i don't know if it was like the book
1: mm-hmm, or, or the, that yeah
0: yeah but last year i didn't like anything i ever read because um <laughs> i just didn't understand anything and it was also a lot of like shakespeare and like voltaire poetry things and No way was I understanding that without you teaching at least a little bit. Like, Mm -hmm. it was a really hard.
1: And I think a hard thing. I mean, tell me if, well, maybe it'd be hard. Have you ever read a book twice? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I think that English teachers or any teacher who teaches a book, to read something once and to get a lot out of it is a hard thing. Yeah. And you get better at it the more experience you have. But I think to ask students who are, you know, in their teens to read a book and have a meaningful relationship, minus the life experience, minus the experience with the book, and minus the experience with the discipline of reading a lot, it asks a lot to get your enthusiasm there. It it usually takes a very specific connection with you in that book that will make you want to do that. So I can understand if you felt that you didn't like it initially, but I bet there are books in there. If you went back a second time, you might say, not so bad. I think it's sort of like people, like when you meet them, it can be hard to start that conversation and then once you start having it and you find some common ground and you find the way you communicate with one another, then suddenly all the conversations are interesting. But they didn't start that way necessarily. Yeah, that's
0: true. <laughs>
1: <laughs> You'll have to bring that next time. It's just very funny, all the... Things that can make a class work for you and yeah. some of it's your timing you know
0: yeah I feel like it's just different like for every person like every year with different teachers different classes that you get you just have different experiences in like the same topic that you've had before every year
1: I absolutely agree and I think in that way maybe high school teaches adaptability as much as you know it teaches literature yeah. and other things well
0: thank you so much for Getting interviewed by me, Miss Stafford.
1: It was my pleasure. It's really fun to see you on this element, uh, and this is my first time wearing headphones.
0: <laughs> this is Mina and Miss Stafford. You're listening to KMIH 89 The Bridge.